Hello family, this is Pastor John, just reading the Word. Today we're going to start reading in Romans. I read this out loud to a men's group, stopping uh, where Holy Spirit directed and discussing the book of Romans. It took us 13 months to read 16 chapters. We will be doing the 16 chapters in 16 days. Uh, Paul wrote Romans uh, regarding our sin and Christ's salvation and the victory over sin um, and gave us some principles for Christian living about A.D. 58. And his purpose was pr to present a systematic explanation of the gospel of Jesus Christ to the church at Rome. His main points were sin, atonement, living according to Holy Spirit, the place of Jews and Gentiles in God's plan. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Father, for giving a direction and guidance. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for opening our eyes and hearts and our minds to recognize who we are in Christ and how powerful we are in our own lives to maintain to walk it out, to be transformed. And for this, I thank you, Jesus. Amen. Romans chapter 1, verse 1. This letter is from Paul, a slave of Jesus Christ, chosen by God to be an apostle and sent out to preach his good news. God promised this good news long ago through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures. The good news is about his son. In his earthly life, he was born into King David's family line, and he was shown to be the son of God when he was raised from the dead by the power of the Holy Spirit. He is Jesus Christ, our Lord. Through Christ, God has given us the privilege and authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. This verse uh, is given to us. The, the Bible applies to us today. Christ, through Christ, God has given us the privilege and the authority as apostles to tell Gentiles everywhere what God has done for them so that they will believe and obey him, bringing glory to his name. <clears throat> Excuse me. And you are included among those Gentiles who have been called to bring, to belong. Excuse me. Romans 1 6. And you are included among those Gentiles who have been called to belong to Jesus Christ. I am writing to all of you in Rome who are loved by God and called to be his holy people. May God, our Father, and the Lord Jesus Christ give you grace and peace. Let me say first that I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith in him is being talked about all over the world. God knows how often I pray for you. Day and night, I bring you and your needs in prayer to God, whom I serve with all my heart by spreading the good news about his Son. One of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come to you, to see you, 
for I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. When we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. I want you to know, dear brothers and sisters, that I planned many times to visit you, but I was prevented until now. I want to work among you and see spiritual fruit, just as I have seen among other Gentiles. For I have a great sense of obligation to people in both the civilized world and the rest of the world. To the educated and uneducated alike, I am so eager to come to you in Rome as well to preach the good news. For I am not ashamed of this good news about Christ. It is the power of God at work, saving everyone who believes, the Jew first and also the Gentile. This good news tells us how God makes us right in his sight. This is accomplished from the start to the finish by faith. As the scripture says, it is through faith that a righteous person has life. Praise the Lord. It's all about faith, isn't it? Excuse me, we just read in uh, Hebrews all about faith. Romans 1, 18. But God shows his anger from heaven against all sinful, wicked people who suppress the truth by their wickedness. Very applicable for today. Verse 19. They know the truth about God because he, had made, he has made it obvious to them. For ever since the world was created, people have seen the earth and the sky. Through everything God made, they can clearly see his invisible qualities, his eternal power and divine nature. So they have no excuse for not knowing God. Wow. By the virtue of looking at creation, it is a witness of God's eternal power and divine nature. Verse 21, yes, they knew God, but they wouldn't worship him as God or even give him thanks. And they began to think up foolish ideas of what God was like. As a result, their minds became dark and confused. Claiming to be wise, they instead became utter fools. And instead of worshiping the glorious, ever-living God, they worshiped idols made to look like mere people and birds and animals and reptiles. So God abandoned them to do whatever shameful things their hearts desired. As a result, they did vile and degrading things with each other's bodies. They traded the truth about God for a lie. So they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Amen. Verse 26. That is why God abandoned them to their shameful desires. Even the women turned against the natural way to have sex and instead indulged in sex with each other. And the men, instead of having normal sexual relationships with women, burned with lust for each other. Men do shameful things with other men. And as a result of this sin, they suffer within themselves the penalty they deserve. This is a strong admonition 
regarding homosexuality. Verse 28, since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, they abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. Wow. Gossip is included in that list, folks. Did you know when you talk about someone else, most often it is gossip. It is giving their secrets that may have been entrusted to you to tell others. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand. They break their promises. They are heartless and have no mercy. They know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, yet they do them, in it, yet they do them anyway. Worse yet, they encourage others to do them as well. Amen. I want to address one thing that Paul wrote here. is that in verse 32, the last verse, they know God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die. Paul is referring here not to a physical death because we all will face physical death. He is talking about eternal death. He is talking about an eternity where there is no presence of God in utter hell. I pray right now, Father, that we who hear these words will understand and know right from wrong and abandon all of these devious sins against God for an eternal life in Jesus Christ. And Father, I thank you, Holy Spirit, for opening our minds and our hearts that we might repent and move on in Jesus' name. Amen.